British pound is making a comeback. As we see the dollar down, let's go across the pond and talk about what's happening in England. Chris Robinson, joining us, Managing Director at TJM Institutional Services. We talk commodities a lot, you and I, Chris, which is kind of an implicit dollar conversation. So then the dollar conversation demands us to talk about the British pound here today. Uh, what do you think? Is the worst past? Well, it depends on who gets sacked next, right? I love that verb in England when they fire someone to get, yes, he was sacked. I like uh, canned. That's the American canned. version. You got canned. Yeah. Well, you could put a, a couple other adjectives in front of that, but you know what happened. Uh, they, they, they changed their tune on their taxes. Uh, as soon as they did that, um, uh, the guilt, which is their, their uh, long bond, did a reversal. And I think I saw the, the stat was the pound went up about two and a half percent in about six minutes. So you had two things. Everybody that was short the pound, got to get out if that's true. Um, now we all know what the low is in the pound, 104, right? We're at 114. So for the rest of the year, that'll be the new benchmark target when people say that the pound is weakening or strengthening. We've, so have we seen the low in the, in the pound? Uh, you know, you, you have, every day you, you have a chance to uh, uh, put on a hedge or a bet based on that decision. My experience has been, or my, just following the markets for 35 years, these things don't turn around that quickly. Uh, the overall trend has been um, heading where it's gone for a while. So these are, this might be a stopgap measurement. Lots of times the market will react to a move like this. And let, let's see where we are in two or three weeks. Um, you know, that's, that's the thing. And you mentioned the dollar. Yeah, the dollar immediately whipped around as well. But if you look at where the dollar is versus where it was you know, a year and a half ago, we're still, you know, okay, we're at 112. We're not at 115. But um, there's, a, there's a lot of downside to go left in the dollar if you believe that that is, has been overdone as well. So we'll see. Um, I'm sure anybody that was short uh, the, the pound, you know, um, had a bad day today. So we'll see if they reset. Again, I'm more concerned about where we're going to be um, two, three, four weeks from now. I would not want to be in position of power in uh, Britain right now because they are in a situation where whatever they do, they've got problems. <laughs> it does kind of seem that way. Uh, as uh, the dollar cools off a little bit while the pound firms up in the backdrop, we still have rates uh, grinding yes. their way higher. Every time we rally in bonds, we sell off even faster. If we look at a short-term chart for the Treasury, we keep uh, trending actually kind of downward in price, upward in yield after that inflation print. What do you make of that break uh, as the dollar goes down, but our tenure stuck here at 4%? Uh, how does that discrepancy get resolved? I think the tenure at 4%, and, and obviously with the two years, people have talked ad infinitum about the two year versus the tenure. I continue to watch that be simply because it's, it's something to key off of if you are uh, brave enough to be, you know, trading the yield curve right now, uh, that can change very, very quickly. So there's some opportunity there. We'll see, you know, uh, how it all interplays with the stock indexes, because that's the over, that's the bigger question too. Most people don't trade bonds. I mean, they do if, they, if they're about to uh, put, a, put a mortgage on the, or borrow money if they're a firm, but most people, they feel it most directly if they're gonna go buy a home, right? And we've seen uh, that 30-year rate go from, you know, sub 3%, let's just say 3% to 7%, right? That that I think is, it happened so quickly, we've yet to see, is it, is it gonna really impact the market? In the past, they've done a cut and then waited, you know, so th these are lagging, lagging uh, indicators. La they have, it takes a while for them to unfold and help, help the economy. So it's very interesting to see that, I think the biggest thing people are, are wondering about is, are, is the Fed gonna lift its 
foot off the pedal uh, as far as raising rates. Right now, it does not. And uh, so, you know, you're, I think the next six months, we're, we're going to find out if we're going to get a hard landing or a soft landing. Okay. Uh, data today was a little bit weak with the uh, regional number out of the Empire State, but it's pretty calm and quiet this week as far as data go. Jobless claims uh, really kind of the only highlight. If we do manage to keep uh, rallying and uh, uh, firming up in risk assets after that inflation print last week, Chris, do you think that signals a potential turning point that we got a hot number and the market didn't uh, lose its mind? Right, that's the key, yeah. and we'll have to see if that, if that holds up. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the number one driver right now. It's it's not so much even what it costs to get a mortgage, it's unemployment number. That stays low, that will give them the cover they need, totally. them being fed. Um, also, too, got to talk about the turnaround in the, in the indexes. Like Friday, today was supposed to be, you know, Black Monday, right? That's, that's I got a thousand emails over the weekend saying, what are we going to do on Monday? Um, you know, for now, it looks like, you know, for better or for worse, the low is in at least temporarily. Uh, you and I talk a lot about the halfway back move, the S&P. Yeah, that low was halfway back of the 20, 2020 to 2022 uh, rally. You know, the 3502 was almost dead on halfway back. The NASDAQ was a 62% uh, move back. After a 10,000-point rally, they gave back, you know, 620 of it, uh, 6,200 of it, almost exactly. So those are big levels there. We'll see if those hold. The strongest out of all three has been the Dow, and the Dow gets the most political attention and the most media attention, even though it's a narrow index. <laughs> as long as the Dow holds above 30,000, that lets everybody put away the smelling salts. You know, if we were to see a, a further move down in the Dow, that might uh, back off the Fed. Mm. All right, appreciate it, Chris. Thanks for the thoughts. Thanks. As always, helpful. Connecting the dots across asset classes, Chris Robinson, TJM Institutional Services.